Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS Podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at LineStar Sports. Make sure you go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, download the app. You will not regret it. All of the great stuff, even when you can't hear our lovely voices or see our beautiful faces, the app works on the weekend, so it's pretty cool stuff. I'd recommend checking it out. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at LineStar MLB and LineStar DFS. I'm on Twitter at, line, at BDNTrick, and my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing? I'm good. Thank you for all the Mother's Day gifts, everyone that sent me one. So I appreciate that. You know, anyone that's called me, anything that starts with mother before and uh, <laughs> and you you owe me a gift is how I get it. So mine's in the um, mail. Then. Yeah, well, I, I took mom out for uh, for dinner uh, on Saturday. She doesn't like going nice. on Sunday because the there's it's too crowded, she said. So like it's less crowded on Saturday, but whatever. So we went out, uh, had a good meal and, and uh, enjoyed the day. What do you do for Mother's Day, Bob? I took mom and my wife, new mom, to uh, brunch. And it was a beautiful day and the food was good. The weather was good. We just walked around for a bit with the little one. Pretty fun, simple day, but it was it was good. It's nice to... um. Start getting back to reality. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Saw plenty of people out at the restaurant, and there were lines and crowds and stuff, so that was pretty interesting. And there's a couple stadiums that are opening up to full capacity now, so we are getting a little more normal every single day. I know this is a baseball podcast, and we'll go back to baseball in a second. We only have six games here, people, so you're going to get a little yeah. behind the scenes of Bogman and Bubba <laughs> here. Um, I tripped out, Bogman, because I, I saw the announcement like Friday or so, and I saw pictures of Saturday night. In Jerry World, they had 70,000 people in there to watch a boxing fight. Yeah. I have not seen that in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, it was interesting to see. And, uh, and I was glad to see it too. You know, it's, uh, it's obviously not perfect, uh, or anything, but we're getting closer to normal. And, you know, normal is going to be different moving forward too. Yeah. So, uh, but just happy that we're getting back to our normal sports crowds because I want to hear it's just too weird watching baseball games in a half empty stadium. And I mean, I'm used to that as a Diamondbacks fan, but not for opening day. Right. Uh, you know, but uh, watching football games in half empty stadiums, yeah. woof, that is brutal. Yeah. Baseball. It still sounds like it's kind of doable football. It's it, we're going to have full stadiums for football. So that's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually, look, I'm looking forward to full stadiums for college football. Yeah, oh, well, that's popping. where the real noise that's is. Get popping, yeah. so, and the fans will be back and everything. I mean, don't forget about that. There was no pageantry yep. this year. Yeah. It was just, it's let's on. get these games in and that's it. So no bands coming with us or anything. So, you know, that's uh, college football definitely has a pageantry. You're 100% correct about that. Speaking of normal bogs, um, you looked at the weekend's baseball action. Uh, some pitchers let us down again. Hendricks, not as much his fault. I started seeing the replays. A lot of goofy defense in the first, but Nola got beat up. Um, Gilito was okay. Irvin, who we've been loving, got a hit around a bit. That was just on Sunday. It was it was a wild weekend, to say the least. What is with the horrible umpires this year? I mean, specifically worse worse, worse Angel worse. Hernandez, but you know, th there's been a bunch of bad ones recently. I mean, yeah. I saw that the best rivalry isn't the Dodgers versus the Padres. <laughs> it's the umps versus the strike zone. It's been terrible. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, no, it's 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 been real bad. It's really really bad. And you could either, you could also say Angel Hernandez versus the Sun because apparently glares prevent him from making calls. So it's always something with those guys. It was the but... scoreboard. It was a night game. Yeah. So it's... I mean, you know, I would like to see Angel Hernandez versus a light bright one time. So <laughs> probably give him an edge sketch. He wouldn't be able to still put a strike zone on there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, fun stuff. Everybody had a great week and great Mother's Day weekend. All that good stuff. But we'll get cracking on this one for you. Six games get you in and out. Just a heads up, there's going to be rain in Coors Field. So just uh, brace, brace for impact there. As of recording time, we're looking at 50 to 65% chances of rain pretty much the entire evening. hate that. And That's game the best game on the slate for us. Yep. So I yep. hate it. Yeah, be, just be ready for that one, folks. Buckle up is what I'll say. But we'll kick it off for you. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Molly Keller. Molly's 9,400 on DK, 89 on FanDuel. He's 68, or Keller's 68 on DK. 7,000 on FanDuel. On a slate of this magnitude, when you look at uh, – we don't have all the overrunners. We have Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. It is eight, total of eight. Um, you got to think Molly's kind of in play here, Boggs. Yeah, I don't – there's not a lot of pitching here. So Molly is going to be in play. Uh, but I, I – he only one start over five innings pitched. He gave up six in his last start. And the Pirates aren't – they're not hitting – great obviously but they're not striking out i think they're like the fourth lowest strikeout rate since may 1st at least through saturday uh because i was looking at fan graphs today on sunday so i don't really like molly that much uh keller not the best but the reds aren't hitting uh 17 earned runs and 24 and a third innings pitch though so we know that keller can get blown up as well so i, I guess you know molly might be the third best starter on this slate and i really don't care for him that much yeah he's in play if you're making a bunch of lineups on a small slate sure you kind of hinted around it on a small slate you got to get different and you yeah. got to be willing to take some chances unless you're just making like one lineup the cash lineup you're like okay i just want to scratch the itch i'll wait for the big slate on tuesday but if you're trying to get different and win something keller's intriguing you mentioned cincinnati's offense slowing down they're going to be in pittsburgh um he's only 68 on dk i'm not going to use him on fandle he's, a, he's strictly an sp2 situation but it's got to be in the discussion because you're going to have to find an sp2 and there ain't many good ones so i could see the argument for keller with all that being said bogman over under eight pittsburgh what kind of bats are you looking at here yeah i mean there there are good bats on this slate obviously so uh you know uh cassianos has been hitting and he's three for ten against uh keller in his career with a double and a homer so two of those hits have gone for extra bases and then there's just the hot guys you know and most of them are on cincinnati Barnhart still hitting well, 35-26. Winker, 46 and 39. Uh, Naquin, 39 and 29. Senzel, 31 and 25. And he's been bumped up in the batting order as of recently. Uh, Adam Frazier, 38 and 28. And Jacob Stallings, 2,700 across the board. So uh, those are the bats that I would like for this game here. Yeah, Senzel moving up in the order is is very, very nice. I, I, I've I been looking at him. I actually wrote him up for a waiver wire column this week. So he is definitely on the radar. The other guy I will mention, he's been getting some regular run in the three-hole lately. It's Kai Tom. He came over. Um, he was a Rule 5 pick. I forget which team he went to, but he, they didn't keep him, so he came back. I think it was Cleveland. Oakland, possibly. right? Maybe, maybe, uh, it was maybe I don't know. It was, it was a while ago, but uh, now he's back with the Pirates, and they have to keep him because of the whole Rule Five deal. <laughs> and he's act, he's actually starting to heat up, so I think he's a very, very intriguing play. Uh, hit safely in four or five, and the best part about him is he's twenty four on DK, and he's basically the bare minimum on Fanduel. So I think that's a kind of an angle you can go at batting third in this lineup if you're looking for value. That's what you look for. Lineup is a very, very important tool 
there. All right, let's go to the next game on the slate. Boston Red Sox, Baltimore Orioles. Total is nine and a half. And you want to know why, Bogman? <laughs> it's Martin Perez versus Jorge Lopez. Uh, Martin, 7,300 on DK, 84 on Fandle. Lopez, 65 on DK, 65 on Fandle. It is all about the bats, baby. Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, though. Oh, you're going Perez. You're doing it, aren't you? I actually kind of like Perez. Five and two-thirds for both of his last two starts. That's 13 to two strikeout to walk ratio over those starts, too. But Baltimore does have the third lowest K rate since May yeah. 1st. Uh, so they haven't been striking out at an insane level either. But for this tiny slate, uh, I kind of like him. I mean, Lopez, only one start of five innings pitched this year. Boston is hitting, so there's no way I'm going to mess with him at all. But like you said, it is mainly bats in this one. Uh, a little PVB data here for you. Pat Vileka, four for six in his career off of Perez. So, uh, you know, with a bomb. So he's at least a decent PVB here. Uh, Trey Mancini, six for 13 against Perez, but no extra base hits in those six. They're all singles. And then uh, Verdugo, three for four um against uh against Lopez with a double and a homer. So there is a little PVB data here, but it's the hot Boston bats. Bogart's hot. Vasquez, JD Martinez, Hunter Renfro hit a bomb again today. Uh, Mullins hit a bomb on Sunday as well, 44 and 33. Austin Hayes, 38 and 31, and then Freddie Galvis, 36 and 27. So those are the bats I like for this game. The other one I'll mention is Ryan Mountcastle. He's 35 on DK, 26 on Fandle. He's starting to really Get it going. He's got a big loop in that swing, big hole in that swing, but he's starting to, to hit over the last four or five games. And then keep an eye on the uh, Red Sox lineup because you want to look for value where you can to get the big boppers that you mentioned. Marlon Gonzalez let off over the weekend. He's 2,500 on FanDuel and on DK. He is a whopping 3,300. So if you want to go for the Uber value as part of your stack to open things up, it'll probably be popular because the Red Sox will be popular, especially if Coors Field is not in play. If that gets taken out, like if Coors is in play, Red Sox are still kind of in, in the ballpark here. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to get pretty, pretty nasty. All right, next game on the slate. We do not have any totals in this one because it is Angels, Astros, Suarez taking the bump, making the spot start against Luis Garcia. Suarez is 56 on DK, not available on FanDuel. Luis Garcia is 84 on DK, 8,000 on FanDuel. I like Garcia as a pitcher. But the Angels, literally, you've mentioned two areas. Angels don't strike out, period. Go watch the Garrett Cole start. Like We said it going into it. That's kind of the, the concern. And he still had trouble striking them out. They do not strike out. And Garcia is only, uh, you know, only over five innings one time this season, too. So not a good spot for starters. I mean, for this game, I'm mainly going to be taking Astros bats because, you know, it's going to be the we were going to be getting into the bullpen uh, fairly quick on the Angels here anyway because Suarez will probably go an inning or two. But Bregman at 5,038. Uh, Gurriel at 51,34. He's hitting. Altuve at 51,37. Those are the big guys that I want from the Astros lineup. There's a couple of decent hot options that are cheap on the Angels side. Jose Rojas has been getting playing time. He's 2,400 on DK, 2,300 on FanDuel. David Fletcher's at 35, 29. Jose Iglesias, if he gets in there, he's a little banged up, though. 33 and 23. Uh, Martin Maldonado. And I forgot to mention Jordan Alvarez, who went yard twice. Was that Saturday or Sunday? Uh, I believe that was, well, that was against uh, Cole on Friday. Oh, on Friday. That's right. Yeah, that's then right. He went, I think he went deep either Saturday or Sunday. He double-donged on Friday. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So because I picked Bregman on Friday, so he went yard twice. That is that makes exact sense. So he's another good Astros bat for you. Yeah, no, the Astros are just white hot right now. Put up seven more runs on Sunday. And like you said, it's the usual suspects. But um, Kyle Tucker had a monster game on Friday. And we've talked about it either on this show or other shows or whatnot that if you're one of those X stats believers, he is due for some nice positive regression. Like yeah, he's, yeah. it's due. So I'm not saying he's going to go on a tear, but I kind of think he's going to go on a tear. Like he's, he's hitting the ball and it finally started falling. You get those chips to start falling. Like they moved them down in the order to kind of get his mind right and then moved them up a little bit. They've been playing with him, trying to get him comfortable. And I think it's going to be interesting. So he's another guy to think about because he's really, really cheap on both sides as they have not quite adjusted to where they are yet. All right. San Diego at Colorado. It is Danella Lamette versus wonderful Antonio Sensatella. And these <laughs> sides just cannot agree on who's pitching yet. So you got like uh, DK has it as I don't want that. I want that has Lamette versus Sensatella. Lamette's 81. Uh, Sensatella is 58. But when you go to wonderful FanDuel, you have a different situation. You have no pitchers. So uh, <laughs> it was have, gray earlier before. So uh, let me look at MLB. Sensatella is coming off the IL. That's what's supposed to be taking place. Okay. So it is so, supposed to be Sensatella. Yeah, it's supposed to be Sensatella. But here's the thing. We're going to cover the game, folks, because it's a short show. Otherwise, I'd say pass this game. 50 to 65% chances of rain throughout the entire evening. So maybe it misses Coors and we get a game in. Awesome. Just beware. So Boggs, I don't want either pitcher here because I I don't trust Lamet to go deep at all. He went like 32 pitches or something in his last start. Yeah, it's two innings pitched yeah. both in both of work. his starts so far. So you can't yeah. mess with him, especially at that price. It's ridiculous. The guy you so, want to look at real quick, if you know, keep an ear on the on the weather, obviously, but also on the news, Weathers has been following Lamet. He went like three innings or so. You probably get him dirt cheap if you want to get really weird, but I still wouldn't go there. Yeah, I'm not going to get that weird in this game. I, this is a bats-only game for me, you know. So uh, it's Blackman who's been hitting. Uh, Story uh, has been picking it up. Uh, Tapia and Garrett Hampson have been picking it up. Alan Trejo has been getting into some lineups, and he's cheap at 2500 on both sides. Uh, Trent Grisham and Jake Cronenworth, Machado, and Myers. Like, I, I'll stack either side of this game if I'm going to, you know, chance it. But it's probably going to rain, so I mean uh, they're not going to get more than one lineup, uh, as far as uh, I'm concerned, either the Padres or the Rockies. Yeah, last week I think it was Monday's game against the Giants it got rained out, and it had less rain projected than this did. So they're and not that afraid could to be snow in Colorado. Yeah. Who knows? You they're know? not afraid to have double headers. So just right. don't don't worry about that. But if they do play, I love stacking both sides, especially the Padres side. I love taking them in Coors Field because their bats have been so atrocious. Maybe they come in lower owned. I hope the game plays, but we will have to wait and see. All right, we have the Miami Marlins at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Bob will be on the edge of his seat for this one because <laughs> you got Luke Weaver on the mound, who I love to fade like crazy. He's 9K on DK. He is 7,500 on FanDuel. And then DK has Ross Detweiler opening up at $6,000. FanDuel does not have him yet. Um, I don't trust Detweiler at all, and I l- I, I'm intrigued by the Marlins tonight, Bogman. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Look, Weaver's been bad in three of his last four starts. He's only gone four innings. Uh, the other one was five innings. So it's not like he's working deep into games, and he's 15 to 10 strikeout to walks over his last three starts as well. He started out the year really well, but, uh, you know, uh, he's hit a rough patch right now. So you could honestly stack either side because the Diamondbacks have been hitting 
And we're going to get into that bullpen fairly quick because how long is Detweiler going to go? So, you know, on the Diamondback side, I like Josh Rojas. He's 44 and 3,000. Haven Smith, 4,300. Stephen Vogt has been hot, 45 and 24. If he's out there, Ascab, 37 and 3,000. And Carson Kelly's been the hottest Diamondbacks hitter, and he's let off a couple times, 51 and 3,700. But, you know, it's mainly going to be Miami bats, like you said. Uh, three for five uh, PVB data for Corey Dickerson against Weaver with a double two for five for Brian Anderson. He's 4,500 on FanDuel. Real, real cheap for him. And then Rojas has been hitting. Duvall has been dropping some bombs. And Hassan Diaz has actually been hitting as well. So there are some bats to buy in this game. Yeah, definitely. It could be kind of potentially could be the sneakier play to go because the Astros will be popular. Red Sox will be popular, especially if there's no Coors. This could be your angle to go get some uh, cheap bats and pay up for two pitchers instead of having to go weird on DK or pay up for one on Fandle and go that route. Last game on the six-game slate, Texas Rangers at the San Francisco Giants. Kyle Gibson, Alex Wood, total of seven in this game because both pitchers have actually been pretty darn good. Uh, Gibson's 86 on DK, 95 on Fandle. Gibson is the highest-priced pitcher on Fandle. Let that sink in. And then Wood is $9,800, the highest pitcher on DK, and he's 89 on Fandle. So this just sums up the slate for you in a nutshell. But, I mean, these, um, are, these, these are the two best options here, Bob. I know. That's what's crazy. So, like, in a cash game, I'm good going with both guys on DK. I like Wood if I had to pick one of the two for sure, just because the Giants bats are kind of sneaky. I like Texas bats versus lefties. Don't get me wrong. Like, Garcia and company. I just love what Wood's doing in that ballpark, especially. Yeah, and for on the Gibson side, uh, they're pitching in San Francisco. He hasn't given up more than three earned runs since the opener, and he has six innings pitched at least in his six last six starts. So I kind of like Gibson here. I understand why he's uh, the most, but on the Wood side, uh, he has won three out of his last four starts. He's twenty-two to five strikeouts to walks on the season, and only five earned runs in his last four starts. So either way you want to go with on this side, I'm good. And this is like the one game where I'm going to fade bats uh, because the pitching is good. I mean, there's a little nice PVB data here. Uh, Evan Longoria is four for 14 with a double in his career off of Gibson. Uh, Chris Davis is two for five with a double and a homer off of Wood. David Dahl is three for five with a double. And Charlie Culberson, uh, three for seven with a double as well. And there's some hot bats here too. Garcia has been hot. Gallo. Isaiah Kiner, Falefa, Nate Lowe, Willie Calhoun, the usual Ranger suspects have been nice. And like you said, the sneaky on your Giants side, Crawford, Belt, Posey, Slater, and Steven Duger specifically, and the nice cheap option at 2,600 on both sides, if he gets in there, has been hot as well. So had to pick him up in my NL only league. So I've uh, been paying attention to that dude a bunch. But yeah, I mean, there's some nice looking bats, but I think because the pitching is looks so good here, for this slate specifically, I'm going to avoid bats in this game. Yeah, it's tough because I love stacking my Rangers pretty much daily, it feels like nowadays, because they're always affordable. Like Garcia is still $3,200 on DK. Like, what world are we in right now? This you is just insane. wait for the bomb. Yeah. yeah. You just it's wait coming. for like, them to hit a homer. I, yeah, I said it in a chat earlier today. I said eventually, because no, he had a monster Sunday. He had put out 28 DK points on Sunday. I, I said eventually. He's just going to be like forty five hundred bucks one day when we when we log in. It's going to be crazy. But Gallo's heating up, like you said. This offense is good. But you know, go look at Brandon Crawford's like last week or so. 
you're going to think it's back to like 2011 or something. So it's it, it's really crazy the way both these teams are playing, but I'm with you on the, the gloves, the pitchers. This is what I'm going for in this game. All right, Bogman, that wraps up six games. Since we kind of went through it real quick there, you have Gibson as your favorite, favorite pitcher tonight? Yeah, Gibson is my favorite. I guess Gibson and then Wood is two, and then I would go with Martin Perez is three. Ooh, Martin Perez. Okay, yeah, it's Gibson and Wood for me. I got Wood over Gibson slightly, but I can see. I I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. It's a coin flip. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not going to argue that one at all. Then I still like Tyler Molly. I still like Molly. I and I think he might go a little overlooked now, looking at this Giants Rangers game. So I think that's kind of an interesting angle. With uh, with all these pitchers we like here, where are you stacking it up? Is it just Red Sox and Astros? Maybe go to the desert, assuming Colorado's rained out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if Colorado plays, obviously want the Colorado side because Lamette, like we said before, has only gone two innings pitched in his two starts that he's had this year. But yeah, I mean, it's it's you know Boston against Lopez. I think is my favorite stack today. Yeah, Boston is a great great stack. Love us some Astros too. So with all that being said, Bogman. We have six games, five, we'll call it five and a half games to pick from <laughs> on Monday. And we're going to give our home run calls today. So, everybody, go check out Linestar on Twitter at Linestar MLB at Linestar DFS. Retweet the home run calls of the day. You'll get entered to win some, you could potentially get drawn and entered to win some free swag when the balls go deep. So, Bogman, who is your home run call on Monday? I'm going to go with the X-Man. Give me Xander Bogarts against Jorge Lopez. Uh, he's been hot recently. Lopez has not been. So give me X-Man to go deep. I like that one. It's a very, very strong, strong call there. I'm going to go to the Strohs. I'm going to go to Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman versus Suarez and company. Give me some Bregman with you. It's almost like we reversed roles, Bogman. You've been right, the Bregman right, guy. I've been I, the Bogarts I've guy. I've taken so. Bregman a couple times, and you've yeah. taken Bogarts a couple times. So, so yeah, here we go. We reversed roles here. <laughs> Maybe Humphreys will jump on board, or he'll probably <laughs> take like Longoria or something to ruin our whole uh, and he'll pitch, hit a pitching home game. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just to have fun, because Humphreys <laughs> is a wild card, and he's he's got I, it nailed. So I talked to our boy Joe, and and he's doing a DFS show too, and he he's they're making home run calls. He's only got one it's so year. far this year. year. So and uh, yeah, so it's been it's been rough for everybody, not just us. Yeah, no, it's all good. But uh, before we wrap up and head out again, follow them on Twitter. Go to the uh, the iTunes where you listen to us and give it a rate and review. We'd much appreciate it. And also, if you'd like to uh, watch the podcast, go to the Line Star YouTube page. Subscribe, share, and all that good stuff there. But Bogman, that'll wrap us up on a Monday. We'll be back on a Tuesday, everybody. So good luck, and we'll see you then. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Line Star App on Deck podcast. Download Line Star App from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.